think it's just cool when you can have a conversation. There's very few people you can disagree on. And you could just like, when you start talking about shit, or I, I said the other day, I said, you know what I did? Mm-hmm. It was right at the beginning of the podcast. We clipped it to put it in the front, but it was also like five minutes or 10 minutes into it. And he said, I don't give a shit. <laughs> I've heard it five times. I've laughed every time. It's good. I think we need that. I think people need more of that. Yeah. They need more of that. You yeah. need someone to call your bullshit. Like, like your spouse probably does it, right? Mine does. No, she knows better. Uh-huh. She knows her big consequence. Jeez. Oh, <laughs> But that's it. Yeah. I'm so glad she doesn't listen to our show. Yeah. I'd be in big trouble. Do you eat peanut butter? I like peanut butter. Yeah. Almond butter? Yeah, almond butter's fine. Sun butter. It's pretty good. It's like sunflower seeds. Oh, yeah. They make butter. Now we're starting to get into a realm that I'm not real familiar with. Coconut butter. Coconut oil, actually. Bad coconut oil. Yeah, it's good stuff. Yeah, it's pretty good. Yeah. It's really good. Add a little honey and cinnamon and almond butter. That's Mm -hmm. good stuff. You know, I just want to take a moment right now to, uh, we should just acknowledge how good we got it. Mm. Like, well, at least according to social media, the rest of the world's on fucking fire. Mm. We're in here talking about butter. Yeah. That's, that's good. why America's the greatest country in the yeah. world. We should eat some butter. We should. Oh, podcast. No, I mean, that might be well, taking you're, Yeah, you're like no, peanut butter. That. You're a little of that. <laughs> you a dog. My dog does that. He just smacks his lips. Because your dog likes peanut butter. You know what? Here's to your dog. Yeah. Thank you. What do you got there? Just a little coffee. Okay. With some peanut butter. You didn't bring me any today? Why would I bring you some? I don't know. Because there was an episode recently. We talked all about how you brought me coffee. Under your duress. wife's. Yeah, your wife forced you. Uh, yeah. Compulsion. Mm-hmm. Something we got to talk about? Yeah, man. Sure. Let's yeah. talk about it. I don't know. You know, I do want to talk about something. You're talking right now about maybe this is our last episode. You want to <laughs> oh, kill this podcast? I don't. I do not want to kill it. Just say it. I just want to be real. So you don't believe in the analytics. I don't really care. I think yeah. we go back to the original, why did we do this show? Yeah. It's really more for us. It's not for the listener. No. Let's be honest. Yeah. Does the listener really get something out of this? Yeah. It's more like ASMR. But you want to listen post-recording. That's why you do recording. Because if not, you could just come in, we could talk. We don't need this is kind of what to we do, do all this shit, right? It's great. But it changes the dynamic. Yeah, well, again, you know. It's getting hot in here. No, actually, that's because you're wearing a long sleeve shirt, which, by the way, I like. It's very thank nice. You. No, like, thank you. Yeah, right, yeah. It's like a quasi plaid. Yeah, it is. It's like a Greek inspired plaid. Ooh. Not sure if that's a thing, but it should be. Greek inspired. This plaid, plaid is, is Greek inspired. Yeah. Yeah. Plaid. P L A I D. Good job, buddy. No, but it's weird. Like, our language is not easy. Is it our language? Or did we steal that too? I don't uh, know. Sorry. Well, as Americans, you know, the English should say we don't speak English. Yeah. Speak American. Mm. You know what? I'm glad we speak American. This should be that. Because they had English. Well, they are the English. That's old English, though. We called old English, but they would say... You really need to buff up on your history, bud. <laughs> yeah. English is English. I get that. But when you read, like, Shakespeare, you're like, well, that's old English or Shakespearean English. That was just arrogance. That was mm. just pretentious. Oh, you don't like Shakes? Yeah, he's fine. <laughs> yeah. Although I think somebody else wrote it. I heard he smelled really bad. Really? Yeah. I imagine everybody back then smelled really bad. Yeah, yeah. That's the point. Yeah. Context. I like that. Yeah, that was helping you out because you and Shakes had obviously had a no thing. No help needed, bud. I yeah. appreciate the offer. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. That's good, man. Oh, man.
there's a theater production and it's called Anne Juliet and it's on Broadway. Okay. And it's about how Juliet never killed herself and the story Ooh, continues. It's kind I of like that's that. good stuff, right? So it's like uh, like Wicked. Yes. Mm-hmm. That's a backstory. Oh, good. Wicked, point. That's a good show. You should go see that. Anyway, which you won't, but it's fine. You're, you're a not, theater guy, aren't you? Yeah, I like theater. My daughter loves theater, so it helps. But I liked it. My mom would take me to shows. So I was cultured. You are very cultured. Yeah. Unlike me. Yeah. But that's a backstory. And Juliet is like, it's like an alter. It's a. Yeah. Some alternate universe. Yeah, exactly. So it's a different timeline. Wouldn't it be called the epilogue? Well, no, because she'd been dead. Jukebox. What does that have to do with jukebox? Jukebox musical. So the music oh. is Katy Perry. Avril, I don't know if it's Avril Levine. That's sure, just popped by but that right? genre fits. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, exactly. Yeah. Yeah. Britney Spears. Oh. Yeah. She's making a comeback. She is. She wrote a book. I don't think she wrote the book. <laughs> just to be honest. Yeah. She did the stories, though. Like, she had to dictate what we were going to talk about. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, yeah. I can see that. Did she not write her own music? <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry. Why don't you look it up? Yeah, <laughs> I guess so. Why don't you look it up? Yeah. And Britney Spears, prolific writer of music. Yeah. Oops, I did it again. It's <laughs> good music though, man. Like, but anyway, Anne Juliet is a jukebox musical. It's a lot of fun. And but it's music based. So it's not necessarily original. Right. The story is original. But that'd be fun. Like anyone could do that. Like, what if Romeo and then you could go as a creative? So mm-hmm. people always say, like, if you want to be creative, just go create a story based off of something else. So you could say, like, what if Romeo killed Juliet mm. and just became a just murderer he just went on like a Ted Bundy rampage because he was just Damn. so mad at his family Romeo was the OG serial killer yeah Jet Li was Romeo did you know that in another movie oh yeah yeah Romeo must die oh yeah yeah, yeah. it's based on Shakespeare Jet Li and Aaliyah yeah there was like the families and they're trying to build a stadium and they're trying to kill people this is a good movie is it Ving Rhames no it wasn't him it was the other guy he was a good movie though I got an idea yeah please yeah, like we could write a whole creative story. A musical. Let's make it a musical. Mm. It's about this situation here. We're in here podcasting. Please. We started half an hour late. That's not a, a passive aggressive. Okay. That's pretty typical for us. Yeah. You know, and yeah. you know, what's also pretty typical is I'm usually late. Today I wasn't. So there's all kinds of like weird things happening. Yeah. We're in here planning to maybe talk for an hour. We end up talking for like five hours. Mm. And while we're in here talking for five hours with our headphones on, cameras rolling, everything else. When we finish, we walk out of the office and out that big, beautiful window of yours in your office over there, everything's on fire. Mm. Like fucking, it went nuts. Shit. Riots, burning, shooting, like just the world's going crazy. Maybe a bomb was dropped. I don't know. Mm. What happens next? Yeah. So we got to figure that out. That suck. What's the name of this podcast? Saviors. Saviors of the Metaverse. Yeah. All right, the metaverse is irrelevant. But I'm just saying, like, we could just take that. That's the setup. Boom. Yeah, I get it. Now, all of a sudden. Because we've talked so much about the metaverse in here that when we walk out there, we created that metaverse world to become our reality. So we think that's real, what's happening out there. As it turns out, we're just somehow implanted with a chip that we're now in the metaverse and we're in a video game. Simulation three. Yeah, Look at yeah. That full circle. That's amazing. Look at us. Yeah, referencing past episodes. Yeah, so good. It would take a while for us to figure that out. We argue about it a lot. Like you're thinking the aliens. Yeah, yeah. I would jump to definitive conclusions. Yeah, yeah. aliens have been here, wrong. and they've decided enough of this bullshit. Right. We're gonna fucking unleash chaos. 
yeah. on these motherfuckers. Come and we're find out. start in Charlotte, North Carolina. Well, definitely. But here's the other thing, too. What we come to find out at the end of this story is that they're not aliens at all. We're aliens. And they're like, listen here. We were here for thousands of years before your weird hybrid-ass species ever showed up <laughs> yeah. on an asteroid from Osiris. I don't know. I'm dipping into all kinds of mythology here. Yeah, sure. And uh, yeah, that would be the uh, what's commonly referred to as the Shyamalan twist, although this would not be an M. Night Shyamalan movie. Mm. But that's what we'd find out. Where the aliens? Yeah. I would be lost on that part, though. Like uh-huh. I'd be like, just, I don't know. I'd be pretending I know, just, just so I didn't feel... A lot like our interactions in this podcast when I just yeah. start rambling about ridiculous shit. Yeah. And you humor me like a child. I, do, I, do. I appreciate that. Yeah. So it makes the chemistry work really, really well. I like when you can go outside yourself and just like create these alternate universes. That's probably a good thing to do if you're feeling bad about yourself. They say theater is a good thing to do. Like if you're... Well, I mean, it's what a futurist does all day long. Artists do it, right? <laughs> right? Yeah. Get outside your head. Mm-hmm. Go draw a picture. Go pretend that you're somebody else. Not like walking down the street pretending you're somebody else, but in your... Yeah. Creative environment. I pretend like I'm a great dad and a great husband. And mm-hmm. it seems you to work are. Stop. See, I convinced you it's really good. You know what that is? That's a pick me. You know what that is? Was it like talk fishing about... for compliments? Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah that's yeah. it. I've never yeah. had a pick me. That's great. Yeah. yeah. Like She's that. a pick me. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, this party, you know, if someone's like having a hosting a party and they're like telling oh, this party's not fun, this sucks. You're like, oh, geez, this party's great. You're doing a great job. Yeah. What a that. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. This is a good podcast. This is a, I would say this is a bad podcast. Great podcast. Oh, right. I'm such a bad podcast host, yeah. Eric. Uh, yeah, I wish I was better. But then there's someone like honesty would be like, yeah, you kind of suck. Yeah, I mean that's what you need to get better. Yeah, like hey, you suck as a podcast host. What are we gonna do to get better, bro? I wasn't talking about us. Literally, is the metaverse just like we've talked about this at the very beginning? The metaverse. It, we don't give a shit. Let's be honest. I know we don't, but like, does the word do people take it literally? I don't give a fuck. Yeah. And I don't think they do That's either. the whole point. We could just a play around, call our podcast something else. Because you don't want to be told the answer. You know, like, that's for you to decide. Like, people, sometimes people want things so literal. Yeah. Like, tell me exactly what to do. Tell me like what, you this, were... what does this mean? Like, there was, I just heard this. This is random. Oh, and good. I do not like this musician. Bring it up. I don't even know how to say his name. M. R-A-Z. Jason Mraz? Mraz. Mraz. Yeah. Okay. Do you like him? No. Yeah, no. Thank you. I didn't think Don't you did. Care for I was him. like, so he wrote a song about like being really close with this individual, like his girlfriend or yeah. wife or whatever. And apparently for a lot of people, it's like, wow, this is super emotional. Like, this is me. This is my life. This is beautiful. Yeah. I loved it. So he goes on a concert. Yeah. And he's at the concert. He tells the backstory. And he said, the song's about my cat. And everyone's like, Now I like him. But everyone's like, fuck, why did you, you ruined it for me. This is about your fucking cat. Like, I don't like cats or this or that. Where like the meaning could be what, like it could be someone and their grandmother. Could be the two co-hosts of a podcast. But when you explain exactly what that means, kind of ruin the meaning of creativity. Like when you go see a painting on the wall, you could say, what does this mean? Mm -hmm. What's the definition of that like maybe there is no definition of that maybe it's just a painting that you really like and it reminds you of something else that makes you yeah i don't know no i mean uh and i'll probably get the exact reference wrong here but robert frost was asked this and i don't know if it was about the poem after apple picking but he was asked by a fan after doing a reading he said what does this mean it was probably a different poem and robert frost stopped and he said well what do you think it means and the guy said well what i think it means is this but and robert frost said 
That's right. But what he was essentially doing was like, what do you think it means? Right. What does it mean to you? Yeah. I think, you know. That's awesome. People debate art all the time, right? I mean, but a good painting, it's like um, the way I look at it. So, and I can say as an artist, because I've been playing music since I was 13, I, you know, can't read music, but I've been composing and creating. It's not my profession. Right. But it is, you know, I'm wired a certain way to look at certain things and I love to create. Every time I would create a piece of music, and I think part of it is because I can't read music and I can't tell you what chord or key I'm playing in. And most of my stuff's in alternate tunings. I mean, it's like I've created a mystery box for myself. So I get to discover it along the way. But when I finish it and complete it, I also feel these days like uh, I'm getting to discover it mm. as it's being created. Like that word. Yeah, but if I could intellectually tell you how everything's going, there's real value in that. Don't get me wrong. I'm yeah. not saying you shouldn't read music. There's real value, especially if you're a composer. It's a much more disciplined way to do things. But for me, every time I'd create music, my desire was that people would enjoy it and allow it to take on meaning in whatever way they wanted it to take on meaning. Yeah. A lot of that was real easy because all my stuff's instrumental, right? Yeah. It's like I'm singing lyrics. Yeah. So, yeah, to me, I, I look at everything too, like, you know, poetry, art. What does that art make me feel? If it can inspire something to me, if it can trigger something to me, then I'm like, yeah, this is good. Yeah. It's really good. The art that does nothing for me, as I'm sure we've talked about here, you know, it's like a lot of the modern art, like a block and a tin can. Yeah. It's like, what the fuck is this? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> my, my nine-year-old can do better work than this. Because mm. that's really just more philosophy than art. So, yeah, it's objective. Yeah, of course it is. Yeah. Well, you decide, like Jim Gaffigan's got that line where he walks in the museum and they tell you what good art is and you have no say in the matter. Oh. I think I've mentioned that before. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's a great line. Yeah. Because it is true. Sometimes you go like, well, this is the, and so you're supposed to feel a certain way about it. That's mm -hmm. bullshit. Yeah, that's religion. That's dogma. It's everything, right? Oh, yeah. Like for you, the mm -hmm. Cleveland Browns have a certain oh. meaning to you. Yeah. And you High blood handle, pressure. No, nah, but you handle it in a way that's for you. Someone Unhealthy. else. No, nah, you do good. Other people don't handle it that way, whether it's sports or whether it's a, a nice car or whether it's our podcast, right? Yeah. yeah. I mean, this is it's good. This is art. This is art. And we try not to be super rigid on this podcast yeah. because we want the listener to make it their own. Yeah. Sometimes I try to go down a path of like that meaning, like what does this mean? Like what's the purpose? What are we doing behind, right? Right. But at the same time, I'm so far out there. Like what is like, I don't know. Like, it's hard to describe. Nobody wants to know how the sausage is made on this podcast. So I always have to pull you back and say, stop. But Eric. at the same time, I think people are inspired by the fact that find a co-host, a potential friend. Right. At the time. At the time. At the time. We'd known each other for years. You still wouldn't give me friends. Notes. I know. Things have changed. Big time. They go up and down. It's kind of reversed. It's like, now I kind of hold you in yeah. my sphere. I'm like, yeah, I'll see if I can get there. Yeah. I'll see if I can help you out today. Yeah. Yeah. Then you're there. Then you're early today. I know. But you're inspiring people along the way. Mostly because of my beard. I can do that too. Yeah. Yeah. And I think it inspires people to do a podcast. Did you know Apple on their catalog, Apple catalog, podcast catalog, mm -hmm. Spotify's got more, but Apple has 2.5 million podcasts. I don't want to get this next number wrong, but it doesn't matter. It doesn't it's, matter. Facts don't matter here. No, but it doesn't matter from the sense of there's a range. Yeah. But I'm pretty close. And 450,000 of them are active. Mm. 
out of 2.5 million. That's 90 days they've posted in the last 90 days. Well, then that means we've got a really good shot with our new plan consistency. But everyone's like, well, everyone's got a podcast. Well, they don't. That's right. Go find a potential friend right. or a friend or a non-friend. Go find an enemy. Ooh. Have a conversation. Like, wouldn't that be cool? So much conflict going on. Like, wouldn't the podcast between the Browns and the Steelers or pick your worst enemy team? I don't know. Yeah. And they do a podcast together. That, that would be cool. Auburn, Alabama. You don't see it a lot because it's typically people want to know. They only want to sign up for the opinion that's on their side. So I don't want a Trump versus Biden. I want Trump or I want Biden. I don't clip that because everyone's watching. They're going to clip it and be like, Eric wants Trump one day and he wants Biden. I don't think anybody gives a shit anymore. They don't give a shit about me or Trump and Biden. No. Both. No. Trump and Biden. That was a pick me comment. Sorry. I like that. That was a good yeah, one. That was good. And I'm glad we've got a, I mean, there's a name for it, pick me, because it's always fishing for a compliment. It's like a description, but pick me is also a description. Yeah. What's the right? I think it's just cool when you can have a conversation. There's very few people you can disagree on. And you could just like, when you start talking about shit, or I, I said the other day, I said, you know what I did? Mm -hmm. It was right at the beginning of the podcast. We clipped it to put in the front, but it was also like five minutes or 10 minutes into it. And he said, I don't give a shit. <laughs> I've heard it five times. I've laughed every time. It's good. I think we need that. I think people need more of that. Yeah. They need more of that. You yeah. need someone to call your bullshit. Like, like your spouse probably doesn't, right? Mine does. No, she knows better. Uh -huh. She knows her big consequence. Jeez. Oh, <laughs> but that's it yeah oh, I'm so glad she doesn't listen to our show yeah I'd be in big trouble apparently nobody listens no I'm sorry oh, that's man, not true really pick me jeez God, yeah, you're so I sad I the sad. room's not even sad anymore I mean it's better it's, it's a lot better I mean except for some of the you know it's laid out well yeah this is we did not hang all this stuff out. I did it we've had other people in the office that were doing it they're yeah. excited about it looks good we had clients in here they liked it you know the whole thing I thought about you the other day taking my daughter to a dance. I had to pick up one of her friends. Wow, where? How? No, no, man, just listen. Just listen. All right, dancing, daughter. Go ahead. Comes out. What do I see but an orange? They're wearing a jersey. Everyone's going to wear a jersey to the dance. Yeah. It's orange. Yeah. It's number six on the front of my it. My man. I'm like, I knew it. Yeah. So he's wearing the Buccaneers? She. She was wearing? No. She was wearing Cleveland the Browns. Cleveland Browns, Baker oh, Mayfield. Okay. Yeah, because I mean, the Bucks are also orange too. Yeah, it's like the... What do they call it? That color splash uniform? I guess so. The orange. Yeah. It's old school. Yeah. It was yeah, nice. Yeah. yeah. So she wore the baker for you. My man. Yeah. My, my lady. My lady. Me lady. Old English. Good yeah. job. Look yeah. at you, man. Yeah. You're connecting so many little bits and pieces. I, you know, now I'm going to be a little concerned if we walk out of here and the world's on fire. That you think it, this might be the day. It would definitely confirm our whole suspicion about simulation. Yeah. Or we would just be the most unlucky podcast host ever. But someone else somewhere is also podcasting at this very exact moment. With 2.5 million podcasts out there. I'm but sure they're not they active. No, it's 450,000. Define active. 90 days. They've posted something in the last 90 days. Hmm. The number's low. The number used to be podcasts start and they last on average seven episodes. Because hmm. people quit, right? Sure. I'm going to go to the gym. Meh. You go for two months. By the time March 1st comes around, that New Year's resolution doesn't look so hot. Yeah. It's fine, right? We start shit. I'm going to stop smoking. You stop smoking. And then you start smoking again. Well, let's be clear for the audience. I know you I stopped smoke. smoking when I was 21 years old. <laughs> okay. I haven't had a cigarette since. Right. You, on the other hand, just seem to keep going bad. Yeah. <laughs> just the marbles. These, these come <laughs> But, sorry, you're getting nervous. You're like looking at my pens going places. No, I'm not nervous. Yeah. 
the number's lower because everyone during COVID was like, let's start a podcast. You get an anchor, it's automatically uploaded. Yeah. The number's below, it's like three or four. Yeah. Podcasts start, they last three or four episodes, they're gone. Yeah. It's okay. I'm not mad at them. No, don't be mad. I'm good. Yeah. Yeah. We're on like 30 plus more, like 30 like real episodes. This is actually the 31st one. I'm proud of us for that. That's good. Yeah. Counts for something, right? Do you know the 30 day minimalist challenge? Do you know the minimalist? Yeah. Yeah. I've seen the documentary. Got their book. I'm a subscriber on Patreon. Good for you, buddy. But it's a good one. Every day, day one, you get rid of one thing. You got to get out of your house. It could be a pen, it could be a piece of paper, it could be whatever. It could be this mug iPad, computer, mic, whatever you're done with the podcast, just get rid of the fucking podcast equipment, right? Day two, you're going to get rid of this podcast, aren't you? (laughs) You're so worried. Day two, you're at two items. Day three, three, four, four. It's a lot. So you start getting to 27, 28. I think the total number works out to be about 500. I like that. It's pretty cool. I like the philosophy. Yeah. I do. Yeah. Yeah. Why? More shit doesn't make you happy. Mm. Make John happy. Yeah. I'm pretty sure there's been studies about that. Yeah. At least for me, it's probably my ADD, right? The less shit that's in my environment, yeah, the more clear I can think. Mm-hmm. Um, like I'll give you an example, please. Always good at you know I can clean up my room. I'm talking about when I was younger. You know I could clean up stuff, big stuff especially. Make the bed, makes the whole room look clean. This is going somewhere, I promise. But you know certain you know larger items away where they need to be. But it's if I came to my desk and there was a pen, a box of Kleenex, you know gum wrappers. Just a bunch of random stuff that could go into, you know, six different places. That's when my brain starts to short circuit. Mm. I'm like, ah, just put it all in a drawer, get it out of sight. Okay. Yeah. Do you feel that way here right now? Like, is this bothering you? No. Oh, no, no, no. Okay. No. I can move it. I'm sorry. You know, I'm a 45-year-old man. I have <laughs> learned how. I've, I've, I've developed <laughs> strategies to deal with that. I get it. I'm highly medicated right now. Okay. So if I start shaking and sweating. Okay. It's not the end of the world. It's just... <laughs> It's not the end of the world. It's just a small reaction. I get it. Okay. And side effects that you hear yeah. on TV. Yeah. No, it makes sense. It's good. Yeah. Yeah. So anyway. Clear mind. Getting rid of stuff is always good. Yeah. Do you hang out like the just in case? Like you haven't used um, this mug in a while, but I just in case, like I might go see Eric one day and I'm going to want this mug with me. Yeah. Because I'm going to want to give him a cup of coffee because he's such a good friend to me. Well, I'll, I'll give you a real example. I think a lot of it, at least for me, comes down to decision fatigue. Yeah. Right. So, you know, if we have a mug that we never use, my thinking is, you know, I'd say like, oh, we should donate this to Goodwill. And I don't know if mugs are allowed or whatnot. But then my wife might say, you know, it could be anything. Oh, you can't donate those. So then it's like, okay, well, I guess we just need to throw them away. And then now you're faced with, am I just filling a landfill with a bunch of crap? Right. Like, Mm -hmm. so all of a sudden you've got like five decisions in a split second. Right. You're like, oh, fuck it. Just leave it where it is. Right. Yeah. So, yeah. And it's, it's just an overthinking because we have so many, you should do this, you should do this, you should do this, that is just yeah. telling us all the time. And, and a lot of which we agree with, but then those two things start to slam up against each other. Yeah. I'm not using this mug anymore. And these 20 other mugs, right? Mm. I could donate them. And again, I have no idea if Goodwill does take, I'm sure right. they would take Someone us. would. Why wouldn't they? Someone would. Well, yeah, but you know, I always run up against really silly rules sometimes like, wow, when was that a thing? I get it. Like you don't want to take used underwear. I get it. That yeah. makes sense. Yeah. But, you know, a mug, maybe? Yeah. I don't know. Yeah. There'll just be, you know, random rules for different places. I get it. But if you had those things played out already mm-hmm. before you had to make the decision, yeah. you had a hierarchy of one goodwill, two mm-hmm. this, three that, four, yeah. 
put in the garbage. I don't know. No, it's true. You're right. Yeah. I mean, anytime I've gone through and created a plan said, okay, here's how I rank these things. Because I've done stuff like that. Yeah. I've gone through and taken pictures of stuff in the garage. Like, yep, we need to get rid of this. Yeah. But then you also have to be on the same page as your wife. I mean, now my wife is not somebody who likes to collect a bunch of crap. Yeah, absolutely. You know, so I may go through and go, hey, I'm going to, I want to get rid of these. She goes, no, 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 we need those for whatever. And yeah. it's not normal. Like a lot of times she's saying, you need to get rid of this stuff. And yeah. I may be like, I need that for work. Yeah. But then it just becomes something like if I try to go on a problem solving mission around the house or in the garage, I'm like, I'm just going to get rid of all this stuff here. Yeah. They come to find out I can't get rid of this stuff here because my wife wants to use it for this, some project she's been planning for a couple of years. That's not happening. Yeah. I'm guilty of that too. But from my perspective, I'm like, well, great. Now it's just still going to clutter up my garage here. Yeah. Yeah. You know, that's it. So you just get into this thing and you, you know, at least for me, it's, then I stop and go, I don't have time for this. Yeah. Which I do have time for this. I just, what I'm really saying is I don't want to make time for this. Mm. Yeah. And then more crap just accumulates. Yeah. It takes a lot. Yeah. We did some stuff. I'm all, we're always decluttering, perhaps yeah. thinking about it. I think you have to be in a frame of mind because there's moments where you're like, maybe you're feeling nostalgic, maybe whatever the thing sure. is. It's really hard to go in your closet on that day or to go through a drawer on that day and be like, yeah. you want to get rid of it? I don't want to get rid of anything. Yeah. Then there's other days if you can get yourself in that frame of mind, which takes time and takes effort and takes listening to people like us. <laughs> <laughs> Where then you could get to that point and you get rid of stuff, right? Oh, man, that, yes. It is saviors. I mean, let's, sure, give, yeah. let's just give us... I do like how you threw us in the mix of all that. Like Credit where credit is due, buddy. Big time. Yeah. Big time. Yeah. I think you're right. It gets overwhelming when you walk into your closet and I mean, I've got so many bags. I've got bags for days, like backpacks, things like that. Stuff that's been given to me from, whether it be from uh, the University of Tennessee or from the special operations experience, it's just swag that's accumulated. Really nice stuff. Right. I don't need that many bags. Gifts is a big one. And it's, sometimes it's not just gifts. It's not like gifts from your family or a friend. It could be gifts from like an event you went to. Sure. Yeah. I think the easiest thing is to go and say, all right, I need to break this down. It all comes into a plan. Yeah. And just pick one thing to deal with. Yeah. You know, because you've got a bunch of crap. It's easy. Also, I think it's much easier if you're single. If you're married, you got to do a double check if it's, unless it's just something of yours, you got to double check. But then you also come into, like, if it's something that has utilitarian value, say these bags, you can donate them. But then your wife might say, oh, well, we should check with your sister to see if she needs bags. So now it's like all these new variables are being thrown there. I'm like, yeah. fuck. Yeah, but that's not your responsibility necessarily, maybe. I don't know. Well, it slows me down. Like, I'm on a mission. I'm going to go in here and clean out these bags. Then just, I wouldn't. And then can't. my wife says, and again, this is fake. She I get it. This, right? I know. Yeah. It sounds like I'm bitching about my wife. I'm not. I I'm know. Like, I know. She's great. You know, she puts up with me. She's amazing. 100%. But I, yeah, I'll say, okay, I'm going to get rid of these. Well, we should check and see if, you know, your sister wants them. Or I mean, this is a fictitious situation, you know, because we've run into this. Then it's like, okay, well, I'll text. My sister, I got to wait before I can take action on somebody else's answer to a question that maybe didn't need to get it. What you could do in that scenario is send the text, got these bags, here's a picture, do you want them, yes or no, let me know by end of the day. They go in your trunk of your car. Mm -hmm. So either she says yes and she comes and gets them or you drop them off or they're gone. And then she sends three days later, I want them. So sorry, they're gone. Is that the end of the relationship at that point? No, but my approach to that really is I'm not even going to text you. Yeah. yeah Just yeah. make a decision. You know, my decision should be, I'm going to take them to Goodwill. Yeah. That's it. Yeah. I think that's what I'm learning right now. Yeah. You know, the old adage, it's better to ask for forgiveness than permission. What's the forgiveness that you need in that situation? None, really. Right? Yeah. You didn't think of me to give it to him? Like, hold on a second. I don't have time for this shit. 
That's right. That's what it is. That's right. Yeah. I empower yeah. you. Yeah. Yeah. Thank you, Eric. Yeah. No longer going to be little subject to the... A lot of, actually, a lot of saving. You just fulfilled the mission of this podcast. Yeah. For me. And I appreciate that. Yeah.